Episode 105 of the Wide Right Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Honey. As always, the Elite Sports New York and the Elite Sports Radio Network coming to you live on a Friday morning, December 31st, the last day of the year. New Year's Eve. New Year's Day tomorrow, obviously. That's how it works. That's how the calendar works. 2020. I, I, I still think it's 2020. Like 2020 and 2021 blended in with each other. I don't know if that, I mean, I, I don't think I'm the only one that feels that way. I'm definitely not the only one that feels that way, I should say. But uh, yeah, New Year's Day tomorrow. Hope you guys have had a good holiday season. Back for best bets for week 17 in the NFL. I can't believe it's already over, basically. It's over for the Giants. I mean, it's mathematical elimination. Same with the Jets. Uh, Jets is what? 11th straight year of mathematical elimination. Giants, uh, the fifth straight year. Not ideal for New York football. Not great. Hasn't been in a long, long time. So hopefully next year it works out. I, I I don't know if it will for the Giants at least. I don't think it will, but you know you can only hope. But uh, yeah, not gonna do. Uh, I'm listen. I'm not. It's at that time of the year. I'm not going to uh, do every single game as far as like who who, sh- who you should take for the spread money line total uh, because some games are pointless to even tell you why why like for example. Why would I tell you betting info for Bucks and Jets? Bucks are winning that game. It, it's the, the Jets don't have a chance on Sunday. Why would I even waste my time with Jaguars Patriots, even though Jaguars are plus 16, and you should probably take Jaguars plus 16 because the Patriots have lost two straight. Why would I waste your time with Giants Bears when the Bears are somehow have found themselves as a five and a half point favorite? That's how bad the Giants are. You know, there's n- numerous games where I'm just not going to waste your time. Panthers, Saints, Lions, Seahawks, no shot. Browns, Steelers, I don't think so. Nah, we'll probably talk about that game just gets to Monday night. But, as for the games we will talk about, we will start with Eagles and the Washington football team. By the way, these odds are courtesy of Drafting Sportsbook as of Friday morning. These odds are subject to change and obviously subject to change more than ever now because of this Omicron variant, COVID outbreak, everyone's going on the COVID list. 106 players went on the reserve COVID-19 list on this past Monday. It's been crazy. They had to change the protocols, adopt the new CDC guidelines. You have to quarantine if you test positive, but you're asymptomatic for five days now instead of 10. So it's the whole thing. But lines are subject to change. Obviously, Eagles minus four against the Washington football team. You got to take the Eagles. Listen, the Eagles are hot. Eagles are a playoff team right now. I did not think I would be saying that. I thought the Eagles would be in last place at this point in the year. At the end, I thought the Eagles would finish in last place in the NFC East. I didn't think the Giants would. I thought the Giants would be at least second or third. I know. It's been horrible. Eagles are a playoff team if the season were to end today. Washington is down in the dumps. Just lost 56-14 to to Dallas. Could not even compete with the Cowboys on Sunday Night Football this past Sunday night. 
Take the Eagles minus four. Take over 45 because that Washington defense is brutal, especially without Chase Young. Eagles are going to win that game. Minus 200 on the money line. So, Eagles minus four, over 45, minus 200 for the Eagles on the money line. Dolphins, Titans. Titans are minus three and a half. Dolphins are red hot. They've won seven straight. Dolphins are the first team in league history. Lose seven straight, win seven straight in the same year. They're one and a no. Then they were one and seven. Now they are eight and seven. And I believe if you look at the playoff picture, I believe they're in the playoffs if the season were to end today. They would be the seventh seed in the AFC. Yeah. Dolphins are the seventh seed in the AFC. Eagles are the seventh seed in the NFC. Wild. But I tell you right now, I got to take Titans. I got to take Titans minus three and a half. I think this is going to be a low-scoring game. Just because I don't trust... The over-under is 39 and a half. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. Uh, I think this is a 17-7 to win for Tennessee. Because here's the thing. Yeah, the Dolphins have won seven straight. Dolphins are red hot. Tua Tungabailoa is improving. We know this. But look at some of the quarterbacks they faced. Look at some of the teams they faced. They faced Ian Book on Monday night in his first ever start. They faced Zach Wilson and the Jets. And Zach Wilson is improving, but the Jets still aren't great. They faced Mike Lennon and the Giants. They faced Carolina, who cannot get the quarterback position right. Cam Newton is not playing great. At all. They faced the Jets again with Joe Flacco. In, uh, I believe that was week 11, back in November. So they haven't played... For not, they've played the Texans. Uh, the, the start of the win streak was against the Texans. Obviously, the Texans aren't great either. They haven't faced great quarterbacks. They haven't faced great teams. Ryan Tannehill isn't a great quarterback, but he's yeah, he's better than the ones they faced. That's for sure. He's a very good quarterback. He's not an elite quarterback, but he's very, he's better than the ones they faced. And the Titans are a better team than the teams that the Dolphins have faced in recent weeks. So... I got to take Tennessee. Minus, I, I think Tennessee's going to win this game 17-7. to I think it's a low-scoring game, but I think Tennessee pulls off the victory. Dolphins drop to 8-8. Eight and eight. Tennessee is minus 3.5. Take that. Take that. I think they're going to win by 10. Tennessee minus 3.5, under 39.5, and Tennessee minus 165 on the money line. Raiders-Colts, big game in the AFC. I mean, you look at the uh, playoff picture. Raiders are just out of it. They're 8-7. and seven. Uh, they're the nine seed in the AFC. I mean, the Dolphins are eight and seven, so it just has to do with tiebreakers. If the Raiders win out, they make the playoffs. All they have to do is win their final two games of the year, and they make the playoffs. So this is a big game against a good Colts team that is nine and six, and is the fifth seed uh, in the AFC, and is uh, one game back of the AFC South leading Titans. So that game, Raiders Colts, is Sunday at one. <sighs> I'm going to take Raiders plus seven. Listen, I think the Raiders come in. They have a lot to play for. Uh, I think, you know, Derek Carr is going to come up in the come up big in the uh, crucial moments in this game. I like the Raiders plus seven. Uh, I like the Raiders plus 260 on the money line. Sorry, I, I just I just do. I, this is the game the Raiders win. I don't know what it is. I, they have something to play for. They have dealt with adversity. Numerous times this entire year with the John Gruden 
situation and the Henry Rugg situation. And they're going to deal with adversity again with, you know, they, they got to, they, they have this, you know, it's not, I don't want to say tough road, to, but it's a tough road to the playoffs. They got to win, they got to win twice. Okay, that's it. They got to beat the Colts, which is a good team right now, playoff team right now. And then they got to beat the Chargers, another good team, another team that could make the playoffs in uh, week 18. They got to beat both. The tough road. But something about it, I got to take Raiders plus 7, Raiders plus 260. And uh, I'm taking over 44.5 on the money line just because I like these two offenses. Uh, I like Carr. I don't think Wentz is that bad. Jonathan Taylor obviously is an MVP candidate. Uh, Over 44.5 on the total. Chiefs-Bengals. I like this game. I like it a lot. I'm taking Bengals plus 4.5. I'm taking Bengals to cover plus four and a half, but I'm taking the Chiefs to win by a field goal minus 200. Listen, and you got to take over 51 because both these teams can score. Cincinnati can score. We know that. I mean, Joe Burrow just put up four touchdowns and 525 yards this past weekend. And then the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes, obviously they can score. They've always been able to score. Over 51 on the total. Take that. Bengals plus four and a half. I say the Chiefs win by a field goal. Chiefs minus 200. I think Joe Burrow makes it close, but at the end... Patrick Mahomes is the better quarterback. We know this. Patrick Mahomes gets it done. Chiefs win by three. Rams-Ravens. Another game I like. There's a lot of good games this weekend. Jeez. Rams minus four and a half. Rams minus four and a half. Rams minus 220. Under 40. Uh, I'll take over 46 and a half. Uh... On the money line. I don't know if Lamar Jackson's playing. It doesn't... Indications are that he might not. You know, with this uh, this ankle injury or whatever. Yeah, the ankle injury. Uh, d- didn't practice. Yesterday. Thursday. I believe Tyler Huntley is probably going to start again. But they, they, they could put up points with Tyler Huntley, though. I mean, a couple weeks ago, they put up, what, 30? And a loss to Green Bay. Yeah. Put up 30 points in a loss. 31 to 30 they lost. Tyler Huntley threw for two touchdowns. 215 yards. I mean, had the Giants don't have a backup quarterback that could really throw for 215 yards and two touchdowns. Jake Fromm throwing for 25 and an interception. <laughs> they could put up points. The Ravens can. Even without Lamar Jackson. That's why I'm taking over 46.5 on the money line. But I'm taking the Rams... Uh, to win outright, minus 220, and the Rams to cover, minus 4.5. I just think the Rams with Matthew Stafford healthy uh, is a uh, better team than the Ravens with Lamar Jackson not healthy, so I, I got to take Rams minus 4.5. I'm forced to. I'm forced to. I got to take Rams minus 4.5. I can't I can't not do that. Uh, Broncos-Chargers. This is a big game for playoff implications because the Chargers are obviously right outside of the AFC playoff picture at 8-7. and seven. They're the 8th seed in that conference. The Broncos are still mathematically alive at 7-8. and eight. Everyone in the AFC is so close with each other. Like, the Broncos are 7-8. They're a 13th seed. Dolphins are one game above them. They're the 7th seed. So you have Broncos 7-8, and eight, Browns 7-8, and eight, Steelers 7-7-1, seven, seven and one, Ravens, Raiders, Chargers, Dolphins, all 8-7. and seven. It's crazy. But I think the Chargers just win this game. Listen... The Chargers have a better quarterback situation with Justin Herbert under center. That's obvious, and the Broncos do. Um, it's a quarterback-driven league. 
I think the Chargers have a lot to play for uh, right now. Uh, they're at home. So I'm taking Chargers minus 6.5, Chargers minus 275. And uh, as far as the over-under, over-under is 45.5. I think... I think you got to take. Uh, I think you got to take the over. Listen, the Chargers haven't been playing great football lately. They're due up for a big game. Uh, they're due up for about a thirty-point game, thirty, you know, thirty-five-point game. Uh, so I'm taking over forty-five and a half on the total. So Chargers minus six and a half, over forty-five and a half on the total, and Chargers minus two seventy-five on the money line. Cardinals Cowboys, another big game. Oh my God, I didn't realize the games we had this weekend. Why was there no Thursday night game, by the way? Is that sort of, is it only, I, it's only to the week 16? I didn't know that. Actually, I, I knew that that was a thing in the uh, seven, when it was a 16 game, 17 week schedule. I don't know, they were keeping that uh, for the 17 game, 18 week schedule, but there was no Thursday night game. So there's also no Saturday night games, but that's because, you know, the college football's on New Year's Day. But Cardinals, Cowboys, uh, Cowboys are minus six and a half at home. I think I got to. I think I got to take the Cowboys minus six and a half. As much as it pains me to say, and I know the Cardinals are due up for a win after losing three straight games, uh, the Cowboys are just they're rolling right now. Any doubts that anybody had about their offense and Dak Prescott were erased, absolutely erased. Sunday night against Washington, fifty-six points wasn't even a competition. Even at halftime, it was done. It was over. You could shut it off. You could shut the game off at halftime. Any doubts about the Cowboys and this offense uh, and Dak Prescott that were arising in recent weeks are over, gone, disappeared. Cowboys put on a statement game. Cowboys still have the opportunity to be the number one team in the NFC and get that first round by. While the Cardinals are now second in the NFC West. And then the five seed in the NFC after they at one point were the best team in football. They're now ten and five. I think the Cowboys win this game by I say ten points. I say this is a I say you gotta so they win by ten points, so they cover minus six and a half, and they um they uh, win outright minus two seventy five in the money line. I say uh over under fifty two, you gotta take the over, because both these teams can score. Like the Cardinals haven't played great football as of late. We know that. But they still have t- great talent on that side of the ball. I mean, great talent. With Kyler Murray and James Conner, DeAndre Hopkins. They have great talent on that side of the ball. Or is DeAndre Hopkins is it even playing? I, 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 I forgot about that. I forgot about that. Yeah, I, I, I screwed that one up. Okay, he'll be back at some point, I believe. But he, um, yeah, I, the, the Cowboys. Excuse me, the Cardinals still have great talent on that side of the ball. Uh, I think they could put up points. I'm saying the Cowboys win this game, thirty-five twenty-five. So the overheads, yeah, overheads. So Cowboys minus six and a half. Cowboys minus two seventy-five. Uh, and uh, over 52 on the total. And finally, we got Browns-Steelers Monday night. Not two, two teams that are not great, okay? I know the Browns only lost by two to Green Bay. 
I know they're still in the mix for a playoff spot. They're the 12th seed in the AFC at 7-8. and eight. They have not been mathematically eliminated. But God, Baker Mayfield's terrible. Four picks in that Christmas Day loss to Green Bay. Uh, I know he's a little banged up. He's not healthy, but no one's 100% healthy this time of year. Uh, he, he's not, he's not, he's, he's terrible. I'm sorry. Sorry, he's not good. And the Steelers, I mean, losing, getting blown out at Arrowhead on Sunday, 36 to 10. Ben Roethlisberger basically indicating that he's done after this year. And he should be because he's, you know, he's not good anymore. But regardless of the fact that this, these are two below average quarterbacks, Battling it out on a primetime nationally televised game, which I'm sure the NFL is not exactly thrilled about. This is still a game that means a little bit, at least, for playoff implications. At least right now. Because the Steelers are not mathematically eliminated. The Browns are not mathematically eliminated. Uh, You know, the Browns are still a game back of the Dolphins. A game worse than the Dolphins, who are in the playoffs if the season were to end today. Uh... And the Steelers are in. Steelers are the 11th seed. Browns are the 12th seed. And the Dolphins are only a game up of the Browns, and they're the seventh seed. So this got some playoff implications. It just does. I'm taking Browns minus three and a half. <laughs> I know. I said. I know. I said Baker's terrible. I know. I said he. Th- you know. I know he threw three, four picks on Christmas Day. I get it. But. I just don't like the Steelers right now. I think Ben Roethlisberger is too old. I think this that that loss to Kansas City, uh, thirty six to ten. That's what they are. That's the type of team they are. Not a perfect defense by any means, and an offense that can't get much done because instead of using their first round pick on a quarterback to start the process of replacing their longtime quarterback who isn't good anymore, they drafted a running back. In Najee Harris, who can be good, but hasn't had the greatest rookie season by any stretch. Apparently, the Steelers and the front office do not understand positional value. I don't care what draft choice they had in that first round. They could have traded up potentially and drafted a quarterback. They could have done that. They should have. Instead of taking a running back and still having faith in Ben Roethlisberger, despite the fa- despite what his age is, Steelers. That's losing thirty six to ten on Sunday to the Chiefs. That's what the Steelers are. Ten points. That's what the Steelers' offense is with Big Ben under center. That's why he needs to retire after this year, or if he's not going to retire, at least the Steelers the Steelers got to part ways with him and move on. I'm not saying move on to Mason Rudolph. That's for sure. But move on to someone else. I'm taking Browns minus three and a half. I think the Browns are the more talented team. Take it Browns minus three and a half. Browns minus 170. And over under, the total is 41 points. You got to take the under. Because I don't think either, as I just said before, 10 points, that's what the Steelers offense is. With Ben under center. He's too old. He's not good anymore. And I don't trust, I don't trust, Baker a lot. I don't trust Ben Roethlisberger much. You got to. I don't trust either of these quarterbacks. Got to take the under. Okay, 
Browns minus three and a half. Browns minus one seventy under forty one. I say the Browns win this game twenty one to ten. They went outright. They cover under hits. Uh, but yeah, as I said, we got various good games this weekend. Various good games. Okay, I mean Eagles, even Eagles Washington. That's big for playoff implications in the NFC because the Eagles are uh, Eagles are the seventh seed right now. As far as Washington, I believe no Washington's uh, Washington isn't mathematically eliminated yet. They're still the eleventh seed. So that's that that should be interesting. But Eagles Washington. Even the games that don't mean much, like Tampa Bay Jets, I mean, that's Brady versus Zach Wilson. That's a quarterback that's twice the age of the other. Dolphins-Titans got playoff implications. Raiders-Colts certainly do. Chiefs-Bengals certainly do. Rams-Ravens do. Broncos-Chargers do. Cardinals-Cowboys-Brown-Steelers both do. I mean, these are, they have a number of good games. This is a good slate. This is a good weekend of football because you got... The college football playoff games uh, later today, Friday, obviously um, Alabama, Cincinnati, Georgia, Michigan, and then you got the um, you know the New Year's Day games. You got the Fiesta Bowl tomorrow, and then what the Rose and the Sugar, and then Sunday you got these games, and then Monday night you got Brown Steelers, which don't have great quarterbacks, but as I said, it's playoff implications in that game. So it's a good weekend of football to close out slash commence close out 2021 slash commence 2022 which i'm said 2022 i mean I, my god I, I still think that's going to be 2020 it's always going to be 2020 to me until this until the decade ends or this pandemic ends whichever apparently happens first so i good weekend for football hope you all have fun but for now thank you so much for tuning into episode 105 of the wide right podcast as always i'm your host ryan honey of Elite Sports, New York and Elite Sports Radio Network. Follow me on Twitter, at RyanHoneyESNY. That's at RyanHoneyESNY. Listen to and subscribe to the Wide Right Podcast on, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, have a good new year. Stay safe. Uh, drink responsibly. And uh, talk to you guys soon. <laughs>